Blog Talk Radio.
Father God, I thank you, God, for everybody that's present here on tonight, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for everybody, God, whoever they are, God, every phone number that's represented here, God, every phone number, God, that represents a family here tonight, God. I thank you for them, Lord God, everybody that's listening through the podcast, everybody that's listening through Blog Talk Radio, everybody that's listening through Twitter or Facebook, I give you praise for them. I thank you for being, I thank you for allowing them to be here tonight, to hear this word. God, so that you may speak through me to them on tonight, God. I thank you, Lord God, for getting the glory out of my life on tonight, God. Sit me down and use me to your benefit, however you see fit, for your glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Providence Macy. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. As I always say, let's get right into it for tonight. The foundational text is two parts tonight. The foundational text comes from 1 Kings 18, verses 20 through 40, and 1 Kings 19, verses 1 through 7. Both texts will be written, both texts will be read from the NIV. So Ahab sent word throughout all Israel and assembled the prophets on Mount Carmel. Elisha went before the people and said, How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is your God, follow him. But if Baal is your God, follow him. But the people said nothing. Then Elijah said to them, I am the only one of the Lord's prophets left, but Baal has a hundred but Baal has four hundred and fifty prophets. Get two bulls for us. Let Baal's prophets choose one for themselves, and let them cut it into pieces and put it on the wood, but not but not set fire to it. I will prepare the other bull and put it on the wood, but not but not set fire to it. Then you call on the name of your God, and I will call on the name of the Lord. The God who answers by fire, he is God. Then all the people said, what you say is good. Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, choose one of the bulls and prepare it first. There are so many of you, call on the name of your God, but do not light the fire. So they took the bull given them and prepared it. Then they called on the name of Baal from morning to noon. Baal. Answer us, they shouted, but there was no response, no one answered, and they danced around the altar they had made. At noon, Elijah began to taunt them. Shout louder, he said, surely he is God. Perhaps he's in deep thought or busy or traveling. Maybe he is sleeping and must be awakened. That's verse 27. I'm going to read verse 27 from the CV. From the CV, it says, At noon, Elisha began making fun of them. Pray louder. He said, Baal must be God. Maybe he's daydreaming or using the toilet. Using the toilet. I thought that was funny. Maybe he's using the toilet. Verse 28. So they shouted louder and slashed themselves with swords and spears, as was their custom, until their blood flowed. 29. Midday passed, and they continued their frantic 
frantic prophesying until the time for the evening sacrifice, but there was no response. No one answered. No one paid attention. Then Elisha said to all the people, come here to me. They came to him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord, which had been torn down. Elisha took 12 stones, one for each of the tribes descended from Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord had had come, saying, Your name shall be Israel. With the stones, he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he dug a trench around it, large enough to hold two sailors of, of seed. He arranged the wood, cut the wood into pieces, and laid it on the wood. Then he said to them, Fill four large jars with water and pour it on the offering and on the wood. Verse 34, Do it again, he said, and they did it again. Do it a third time, he ordered, and they did it a third time. 35, the water ran down around the altar and even filled the trench. At the at the at the time of sacrifice, the prophet Elijah stepped forward and prayed, Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, let it be known today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and I have done all these things at your command. Answer me, Lord, answer me, so these people will know that you, Lord, are God and that you are turning their hearts back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell. This is verse 38. Then the fire of the Lord fell and burned up the sacrifice, the wood, stones, and the soil, and also licked up the water in the trench. When the people saw this, they fell prostrate and cried, Lord, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. Verse 40. Then Elijah commanded them, seize the prophets of Baal. Don't let any one of them get away. They seized them, and Elijah had them brought down to the Kishon Valley and slaughtered there. Again, it's 1 Kings 18, verse 20 through 40 from the NIV. Now Ahab told Jezebel everything Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah to say, May the gods deal with me, be it ever so severely, if by this time tomorrow I do not make your life like one of them. Verse 3, Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. When he came to Bathsheba in Judea, he left his servant there. While he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, he came to a broom bush sat down under it and prayed that he might die. I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life. I'm no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the bush and fell asleep. All at once an angel touched him and said, get up and eat. He looked around and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. He ate and drank and then lay down again. Verse 7, the angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, Get up and get up and eat, for the journey is too much for you. That's 1 Kings 19, 1-7, NIV. In 1 Kings 18, Elijah was strong. We see that he was strong and confident in his God's ability to be God. 
So he called on his God. He even made fun of the false God the others were calling on. Elisha called on his God, and his God showed up, making him victorious that day. That day, Elisha was able to kill off all the false prophets. So that day, Elisha was feeling good, feeling good about what God had, what his God had allowed him to accomplish. He was happy. But here's the thing about happiness. Happiness only exists for most people when they can see something or feel something to be happy about. Happiness only exists for most people when they can see something or feel something to be happy about. In other words, happiness needs a reason. Or you could just as easy slip into sadness, slip into unworthiness, slip into a state of depression without those around you even knowing it. In the book of Proverbs, the Bible gives us a description of what depression looks like for for many. The Bible gives us a, a description of what depression looks like for many. The Bible says laughter can conceal a heavy heart. But when laughter ends, the grief remains. That's Proverbs 14, verse 13, from the New Living Translation. You can read that scripture in any translation, and it would be just as good. But that right, but that right there was Proverbs 14 and 13 from the, the NLT, the New Living Translation. Fast forward to First Kings 19. And Elijah has now slipped into a state of depression. It's the very next chapter, and Jezebel heard about what Elijah did. Elijah did. So she threatens to kill him. Keep in mind that physically she hadn't touched him. But because she spoke a word, how many of y'all know that a word is powerful? I don't care who mouth it come out of, a word is powerful. She hadn't physically touched him, but because she spoke a word, it was those words that Elijah couldn't get out of his head. It was those words that Elijah couldn't get out of his head. Because at the end of the end of the day, you're either going to believe the word of God or some words a man or woman has put in your head. Because at the end of the day, you're either going to believe the word of God or you're going to believe some words a man or a woman has put in your head. And Elijah, prophet of God, was believing Jezebel. Elijah, a prophet of God now, but he was believing Jezebel. She had him shook with fear to the point that he wanted to just give up on life and die. He, she had him so shook with fear to the point that he just wanted to give up on life and die. Elijah was depressed. He was saved and depressed. Saved and depressed. Tonight's message. You see, the world is governed by three things. The world is governed by three things. Stealing, killing, and destroying. The world is governed by three things, stealing, killing, and destroying, because that's what the devil does, according to John 10.10. So in order to emotionally break you, so in order to emotionally break you, the devil sets you up to think think someone is out to steal from you. The devil sets you up to, to make you think someone is out to kill you or destroy you in some way. 
in order to emotionally break you down. The devil sets you up to think someone is out to steal from you, to kill you, or destroy you in some way. Beloved, I'm here to tell you tonight on Philippians, everybody is not out to get you. Everybody is not out to get you. That's not always the case. Then, just like Elijah, you find yourself wasting time thinking, imagining, replaying threats, replaying negative words in your head. And the more time you give, give what the devil is saying, and the more time you give, to what the devil is saying, the more your spirit weakens. The more time you give to what the devil is saying, the more your spirit weakens, and you become susceptible to the very thing the Word of God tells you to cast down. And you wonder why that thing manifested in your life. It's because you kept thinking about it. You kept imagining it. Imagining it, you kept replaying it until you became susceptible to the very thing that the Word of God told you to cast down. I'm here to tell somebody tonight: stop giving the devil time. Stop giving the devil to, devil time to play around in your life. Stop giving the devil time to mess with your mind. Stop giving the devil time. But casting down imagination and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. 2 Corinthians 10 and 5, King James Version. Let's break this down. Cast down, pull down imaginations, plural. And it's plural because your imagination will be all over the place. If your mind is not guarded by God, if your mind is not guarded by God, if your mind, your imagination, by the word of God, then your imagination, your mind would be all over the place, having all kind of crazy thoughts. Pull down that thought, every thought you're having. Right now, every thought you're having, pull it down. Pull down every thought you're having, every thought that has rose up in you, and you know it's in disobedience to God. You pull it down by taking a taking hold of it, taking a hold of it. The, the moment you think it, grab it. You grab it by getting it out of the way and replacing it with the Word of God. Pull down that thought, every thought you have, and every thought that has rose up in you, rose up in you, and you know it's in disobedience to God. Pull it down as soon as it rises up. Don't let it get so high or so big in you, in your mind, that it completely takes over, dominating your days and your nights till the point that's all you think about. All Elijah was doing was focusing on what Jezebel said she was going to do to him. He was so focused on what she said that it landed him under a bush sitting on the bush, feeling like he was alone, like he was the only true prophet left to which he would rather have the Lord just in his life. Elijah had completely lost focus of the, of the fact, he had completely lost focus of the fact that Jezebel was one woman coming up against him. She was just one woman coming up against him. She didn't have God on her side, but he did. He had God on his side. And yet he was fearful, and yet he was depressed because he had lost focus. He was just focused on what she was going to do to him. But 
as I said, she was just one woman coming up against him. She didn't even have God on her side, but God was on his side. Think about it. He had already killed off all of Baal's false prophets, so who was there to be on her side? Y'all better learn to open your mouth and tell the devil, don't come for me when you ain't got no backup. You better learn how to open your mouth and tell the devil, don't come for me when you ain't got no backup. I see what you're trying to do, but don't come for me. Then you start swinging your sword. And for those of you that don't know what your sword is, then you start swinging your sword around, which is the word of God. You can't fight if you don't know the word. And that's what's wrong with some of you. You don't know the word. So you can't fight. You can't fight if you don't know the word. Get into the word more than you watch TV. Get into the word more than you watch TV. Hear how that sounds? Watch TV. Watch TV. Watch, meaning give me your focus for an hour, for two hours, etc. The devil is trying to steal your focus. And he's using TV to do it. He's using social media to do it. Get into the word. No, get into the word. Then you can stand your ground in the spiritual realm and say out loud, if God is for me, who can be against me? Romans 8 and 31, NIV. A thousand may fall at my side, 10,000 at my right hand, but it will not come near me. I will only observe with my eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. Psalms 91, verse 7 and 8, NIV. In other words, I will see you die out before God allows something to happen to me. Devil, in other words, I will see you die out. You and all your counterparts, I will see you die out before God allows something to happen to me. I'm telling you, don't come for me. Jezebel, don't come for me. Ahab, which is Jezebel's husband, don't come for me. I'm prepared to take heads. The way David took Goliath's head and made it his trophy. First Samuel 17, verses 51 and 54 from the Abbey. See how I did that? But you got to know the word in order to do it. Get into the word. Get out of the TV and get into the word. So is it possible? Now, is it possible to be saved in the press? Is it possible to be saved in the press? Yes, it is. My opinion, yes, it is. Elisha was saved, but he was also depressed. A saved person slips into a state of depression when we, number one, we slip into a state of depression when we lose our focus. Number two, we slip into a state of depression when we take our mind off the word of God and start focusing on what some man or woman said. Number three, we slip into a state of depression when we forget how victorious we have been, the things God has allowed us to accomplish. Number four, we slip into a state of depression when we start believing we are alone. There is no one left or nothing left here for us. And number five, we slip into a state of depression when we start entertaining the world. Let me repeat that because I felt that we slip into a state of depression when we start entertaining the world. Jezebel represents the world. But do we have to stay in that state? Do we have to stay depressed? Absolutely not. As we see from tonight's foundational text, we have angels that will come and strengthen us when we are down, feeling our lowest. 
We have angels that will come and strengthen us when we are down, feeling our lowest. An angel came and strengthened Elijah, First Kings 19, verses 5 and 6, NIV. We have angels that will provide whatever we need to make it through what we are going through. An angel provided food for Elijah. The food appeared at his head, and he was told to get up and to eat. First Kings 19, 5 through 6, NIV. You know I like to make you think on prolific fire. But why did the food appear at his head? But why did the food appear at his head? Of all places that the angel could have put the food, why did the food appear at his head? Because it was his head that was malnourished more than his body. More than his more than his body, it was his head that was that was malnourished because it was in his head where he had all kind of crazy ideas about what Jezebel was gonna do to him. And y'all, if you read the whole chapter, she didn't even do it. She was going to do, she sent him that message to threaten him. And then she didn't even make good on her threat. She didn't even do it. Somebody cast down all that negative stuff you've been imagining. Cast it down right now, all that negative stuff you've been imagining. Because it's not going to happen. Because glory to God is not going to happen. They're not going to do it. Refuse to be tormented in your mind. Refuse to be tormented in your mind from this night forward. Father God, heal and deliver minds on tonight. Bind up the hand and the plan of Jezebel and Ahab, the carrier. Renew the mind and the focus of your people as according to Romans 12 and 2. All mental struggles be released on tonight. Depression be lifted. Be lifted on tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody, if you needed that word on tonight, receive, 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 receive. If you're not saved, if you don't know the Lord the way that you should know him, on tonight I ask that you open up your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. If you know in your heart that he's Lord, open up your mouth and Confess that Jesus is Lord. Confess that you are a sinner and that you need him in your life, according to Romans 10, 9 and 10. Receive him right now in the name of Jesus. This concludes tonight's message. If you desire to sow into the word of God on tonight, you can do so by accessing the PayPal. It's paypal.me slash prolificfire. Paypal.me slash prolificfire. Or you can use the cash app. It's a dollar symbol and the ministry's name, Prolific Fire. The P is capital. The F is capital. Capital. Capital is is capital. And it's written all together. Can't talk tonight. Prolific Fire written all together. Dollar symbol in front. Also, you can go to the ministry's website, prolificfire.com. Look for some new things to come to their website because I need to redo it. But you can go to prolificfire.com. And give a seed on tonight if you desire to do so. Also, you can sponsor a child through that website, through World Vision. If you desire to do so, you can send in your prayer request. It will come directly to me as well. I'll get back to you as soon as possible. As soon as possible. Also, if you need prayer, listen to me good, prayer and Bible-based consultation. They will not be separated. If you need prayer and Bible-based consultation, please call or text me between 9 a.m. and 11 p.m. Your time zone. Call 865 or text 865 
865-408-8690. Or you can email prolificfire at gmail.com. Prolificfire at gmail.com. Be sure to join my sister in ministry. Prophet is paid for faith on the line this Friday night. 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. By calling the same number that many of you call tonight, 347-426-3782. The phone lines will be open on that night if you need prayer. And you don't mind it being on the phone lines, live on the air, call in. Even if you don't need prayer, call in and be in the atmosphere. You will not regret it. Then join me back here on Polyphify, same night, time, and place for another word from the Lord. Everybody be blessed on tonight. And if you're depressed, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. The devil stop tormenting your mind on tonight. He let you go tonight. I bind up the hand and the plan of Jezebel and Ahab, the carrier. And he's the carrier because he was the one that went back and told Jezebel what Elijah had done. So I bind up the hand in the plan of Jezebel and Ahab in your life. To God be the glory. Everybody have an awesome night. Reach out to me if you need me. To God be the glory. Amen.